Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect that of the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. Department of the Dead. My name is Amanda. Thought is here. And we have a special guest with us. I came across his YouTube channel when I went down a rabbit hole on the internet, as one does. And then I was just was like, this guy talks really well. <laughs> and puts, you make things make sense. So everyone, this is Justin. Hello, everyone. I would say I, I write well. I don't know if I speak well. And reading up a script on all those, but yeah, my name is Justin Taylor. Currently, active duty, originally from Arkansas. For some reason, that weirds people out sometimes because I don't, <laughs> I'm able to like speak in words with more than one syllable. Um, unfortunately, went to West Point after high school with the infantry Ooh. route because, yeah, I know it, the jokes write themselves, but went the infantry route seemed like a good idea at the time and uh, did all that stuff. And now I'm actually. An ROTC instructor, a small school in Tennessee. So hanging out there, teaching them all the most basic stuff you can imagine. That's beautiful out that way. I loved driving through Tennessee. It's a very short state if you're going vertically, North not towards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's an apostrophe? <laughs> it was a while back. I forgot the word for apostrophe and thought was like, oh, yeah, you're the one that went to college, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You got me. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, keep going. But yeah, so just doing that right now. Uh, I run a little YouTube channel where I just overanalyze things and compare things that have no business being compared to each other and overcomplicating simple issues, really. And then also on the side, I write for task and purpose, like the more direct, like military side, like writing about just geopolitics, military news stuff like that so that's i call that my real job so sometimes my coworkers will come in like ask what i'm doing if i'm writing for them i'll say that i'm doing my actual job because it's significantly harder at times than just teaching cadets how to put a hat on correctly <laughs> yeah that's a that's about it for me i'm pretty simple overall i think what drew me to your video like initially it was just I was on a rabbit hole about Haley Lujan. I'm obsessed with her. I fucking love her. Like, it's just, it's this enigma. But anyway, so your video came up after this woman who, I think we had talked about this. She was, mm -hmm. she was much nastier than you were, but she also didn't really understand the military. And she was throwing out some wild accusations. And I'm like, no, that's not how, that's not how that works. So I really appreciated like your insight. and. It reminded me of like how when we talked about the Vanessa Guillen case, you know, with our knowledge of how the army worked, our proximity to Fort Hood a couple of years ago, and then thought when he was there, I thought you can talk a little bit more about that. But yeah, that's what drew me to it. It was like that unique insight that's not afraid to like talk about these things and make them all make sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like a big thing of mine is that 
one, like, I think I, I try to, I give into it sometimes, but I try to be like anti clickbaity stuff. I very much try to not sensationalize things, which makes it harder to write sometimes. Cause I just like, it's like reading a, just a list of facts. So I probably like throw in a sarcastic comment every now and then. But yeah, like my point is just explain things that people might not have been exposed to or have thought about. And for the most part, like trying to like add nuance, because I think like a big trend of a lot of the stuff I write about is explaining details that I think people miss a lot of the times with those kinds of things. So like, yeah, like on that video you're talking about, it's super easy to be like, oh, this is obviously a psyop and then move on to the next thing. I'm like, well, let's actually like break down like one what that word means. So we're all on the same page talking about it Two, like, what does an actual style probably look like three, how would her stuff play into it Four, what are some like the weird stuff that like would give it credence and then like, not give it credence. And then what are some other stuff going on? And like, with the purpose of kind of like, obviously giving my opinion of things, that's also kind of part of the channels. Like it's just me talking about things I'm interested in, but at the same time, like giving other people like information they might not have considered beforehand or like mm -hmm. showing how things not that like generally just showing that things are probably a little bit more complicated than people like to just read a headline and brush off that kind of stuff that seems yeah. to be like a general trend of my writing like the anti-sensationalism that you do is the midway point of this is what it is and that's what i appreciate it's not fueled by emotion it's you're like these are the facts and this is how we can make sense of that what it what is what it yeah, exactly. So like, more like clickbaity things I've done, which is like making fun of a lot of those like military react channels where it's like them. Uh, it's either like just guys screaming at TikToks or uh, just like old guys complaining that things are too easy now. And then like everyone in the comments is just circle jerking each other off. This guy's so right. When I was in the National Guard for 18 months in the 90s, it was way harder than these kids who have had to deploy four or five times and all that other stuff. Also just like pointing out some of the absurdities of all the other stuff going on. So it's, there's a lot of content that is, you can draw from all that for sure. It's a lot of observing people's reactions. And then that's what drives me to make a video about something. Cause I feel like people's reactions aren't like how they should be, which is super elitist sounding, but I'm like, if you only knew this one thing, you might change your mind on that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's okay. I'll use an example before we get into this interview question and thought we had talked about horoscopes our last recording. So hold on before we get to that. I was going into because I don't know much about my birth time shit or whatever, what my moon rising, whatever. I don't know. And I still can't tell you. But when I was looking into it, I was just like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. And then you get ridiculed on the internet for oh horoscopes so she's she's toxic red flags and that some of those stereotypes may be true and there are people that emulate those but it's just how you interpret a teaching of one sort whereas i could easily just as what they're doing make fun of noah's ark you know there's no fucking way they're fitting all those animals on there but the point is there was evidence of a great flood way way back in the day so it's not taking away from that like that probably did happen, but I don't think all the animals in the world were shoved onto one boat. I don't. And that's ridiculous. To th I mean, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe, but that's the equal thing. It's like what you take from that teaching. So. Every animal and not, and not one woman. Tragic. <laughs> I just like to think it's like, it's like Noah's Ark in that way is almost like Santa Claus. It's like a nice story, but if you break it down, basically this makes no sense. No, if you break down the numbers, that means you'd have to have this much food and this kind of thing and score of this down and the other. 
And same thing with like Santa Claus. He'd have to hit like how many houses per second? There's no way. Can you That's imagine a shit patrol on that boat? Fuck no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like sons that ended up like what living to be like 700 years old or something yeah stuff like that but it's like what you take the meaning from the teaching not necessarily like you have to follow it verbatim it's like oh well i'll take that that's something that hits close home to me cool and then we move on and that's how we advance a society yeah but no it's, it's, we're all arguing it's interesting i had someone explain like tarot to me and that they didn't believe, like you said, like believe what the cards are saying. No, I don't think it's a mystical being made me draw this card in particular, but it's like, this is what this card that I randomly drew means. And then how, and then how I interpret that and apply it to my own life is how they use it. So it's like, oh, do I think like, I don't know tarot cards specifically, but I don't either. I look I, like I do. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. You look like the type of Amanda. I do, and I love the way they look. Don't get me wrong. I have, like, three sets. They're amazing. Yeah, how you react to, huh, like, how would this apply today? So, yeah. It's one of those, like, things, like, I had, like, initially, like, huge walls in my head against, like, just instant dismissive. But, like, when it was explained to me like that, I was like, okay, I can kind of see, like, how you get some benefit out of it and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just application. But speaking of application, we put together a slideshow for you. And we also came up with some questions. We were going to go with a mock interview, but who knows if we like you, we're going to just blackmail you into joining our cult. So it's fine. Fair enough. Um, It's just kind of how it works. That's why thought stuck with me. Right, Bestie? Yep. (laughs) The black hole. (laughs) It's the void. We have been over this. You keep sassing. You're not getting your seasonal robe. (laughs) Do you need a robe? We should start wearing robes on this thing. We should make robe merch. Can you imagine like fluffy bathrobes and it's just like an Illuminati eye on the side? <laughs> I, I might be able to on the fucking site I use. Yes, I'm going to get one. Okay, so we we put together these questions. Some of them are like more paranormal, true crime direction. that, And some of them are just, you know, who are you? What are you? What prompted? Blah, blah, blah. And some of them uh, are thoughts, questions. <laughs> I'm just leave it yeah, they're different. <laughs> Ready. Ready to bear it all. all right. Finally um, exposed. Before we get started, I wish that they would fucking sponsor me. We finally got our first pity sponsor, I'm pretty sure, which was for advertising for Spotify Anchor. <laughs> but that's, that's nonetheless. Pity that's sponsor. That's nonetheless. Better than the ones I've been getting. I've, I think I'm like I'm pretty soon I'm gonna be shilling out like caffeinated gum and like Chinese knockoff Peloton bikes. Like I kid you not. So if you if you watch later, you'll probably see me on like Peloton. Peloton. They don't even they don't even sponsor me anymore. I can't help you there. They oh, stopped boo. they stopped sponsoring me. I know. Okay. Now well, I have to we'll buy figure. my own pre workouts. Bullshit. <laughs> what the capitalist bullshit is <laughs> I know. The fuck. Anyway, no, I wish that they would sponsor me. This Dr. Pepper, like, strawberries and cream, zero sugar, it's money. That's what a hot intel chick was posted about, too? Yep. I told her about it, and so she's like, ooh, I'm going to try that. So, it's legit. Dr. Pepper, please sponsor me. (laughs) I'm technically, no, I'm not a Texas resident anymore. Anyway, so, our icebreaker, (laughs) 13 minutes into this, is... What burial method would you pick for your funeral and why? 
But before you answer it, we're going to go kind of get like creativity flow. And so we're going to go into the slideshow that I had sent everybody. So if everyone wants to open that up. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have pictures, but if you want to Google as we go, and if I gave you all editing rights, if you want to drop a picture in there, if you see it. Sorry. Also, the thing about caffeinated beverages, you have to burp. But if you see a picture that you think is interesting, just drop it in there and we can take a look at it. But yeah, as we, we get started, these are the different burial methods that I found on the internet. So behold, my project. Is everyone in there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> see, I love projects when there's no school curriculum that follows it. I just get to spew whatever the fuck I want on a PowerPoint. I want to do those PowerPoint parties. You know what I'm talking about? They look like fun. I'll get yeah, to I really it. want to do that. What I is really a PowerPoint party? That's new to me. It's if you could give an elevator pitch or like a, a 10 minute presentation or 30, but however long you want to make like a presentation on any particular topic that you want to, you could do it. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, that sounds really fun. I mean, like, I want to do this so bad. My friends already have to listen to my like semi like schizophrenic rants at social gatherings. So, like, this would be like a powerful way to like force them to. <laughs> Really Sit down. Man. I have the talking stick. Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> I do this a thought weekly, so that's my outlet. All right, so burial methods. We got our typical burial methods. If you go to slide two, natural burial, burial without the chemicals and all that shit. Not cremated. Just basically they throw you in a box and throw you in the dirt. And the cost of it's between 2000 to 5000 And I think that might be because of the specific plot of land where you're going to be buried. So you're not, you know, your, your juices aren't like flowing into the neighbor's rose bushes and shit. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> it is what it is. There's laws for a reason. Like, yeah, I know that, and we'll get into this in a little bit when I get to the other burial methods. But yeah, just stuff like that. So that's probably the bulk of the cost. And if you want to get a fancy biodegradable coffin. That's where most of it comes from. And that's in Western societies and also Japan, because apparently they bury a lot of people in Japan in the natural burial method. And I found that kind of surprising, but I didn't include that. But we're a little fun fact. Next one is cremation. That one, it's got mixed reviews for the religious folks. As we know, they we know what cremation is, so I'm not going to get too much into it. Um, and then there's embalming, which that is what people want to do if they want to do an open casket and they don't want to be decomposing while well, people are viewing them and that's where morticians get their income from and here the next slide on slide three i've got the atypical cremation i thought this was cool this is a lot of what the nordic countries do there's water cremation and the body is broken down using water and an alkaline solution and the remaining bones are pulverized to ash it's actually not... sorry this was common in the united states i think the next one might be more yeah sweden then cryoation or promotion is the next method, basically freeze drying the body and then vibrating it so much where it just like breaks down into a fine powder. They turn you into cocaine, basically. <laughs> like premium okay. Got my powder. attention with that one. <laughs> I just, I feel like every episode I have to just talk about cocaine and then I wake you up. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that sounds awful, but... <laughs> That does not do coke, you guys. <laughs> la la la, yeah. Of course not. <laughs> Continuing on. This was developed in Sweden. That's where my brain went to, is Sweden. So I thought that was interesting. And again, 
not too unaffordable, comparatively speaking to other ones that are more common in the United States. Thought you're familiar with this next slide for donation. When people donate their bodies to science, it depends on what science institution you're donating your body to. And really researching before you send your- Like like the rocket lady? (laughs) Before you send Mimi's remains off to science, make sure you know what the science is. When I yeah. heard of that story for the first time of like the guy who like donated his mom's body and then she got used in like IED armor testing by the DOD. <laughs> like I literally like just the visual of that for some reason it, it's kind of fucked up, but like I laughed so hard I cried. Like like I don't know, like I thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> just imagine that guy's surprise, like, oh yeah, like where'd you donate her to? I'd love to like look into it. Oh yeah, she fucking exploded, man. Like this, this, this NGO. Here's the video, though. But yeah, body donation. Just make sure you look into it before you send me off. Slide number five. This was cool, and I kind of had to look up what Zoroastrian was because I got a public school education in the Midwest, and I didn't know about this at all or what this was. So, uh, Zoroastrian is native to Persia and Central Asia. It's a burial ritual in which the body is left out. And this is kind of creepy. The Tower of Silence to be consumed by vultures. And Zoroastrian... <laughs> it's a circle of life. That's the thought behind it. But just sounded it like the Tower of Silence. Like That's got to be haunted. Tower of Silence. Oh, I would you spend the night in the Tower of Silence. That'd be an awesome haunted house. Are there crows there? Or vultures? Yeah. No, vultures, yes. Crows, I fucking wish. But in <laughs> Zoroastrian, the burial or cremation is not allowed as both burial methods could pollute the earth with ant. Wow. Could pollute the earth and fire, and the body is considered impure after death. So, again, going back to like giving back, as we see in the next one in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition of the sky burial. This one's a little bit more brutal because they have to hike the bodies up the mountain to be left out for the vultures, as with the other. The other culture has mentioned about before. Sure, sure. So they'll have to break down the bodies. And I remember listening to a different podcast as I, as I was doing research for this. I just getting ideas. They have to break the spine in a very particular manner. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> they gotta like a but they're dead. Full. They're dead, right? <laughs> they gotta pack the ruck properly. <laughs> Put them like a suit, like a suitcase hold. Did... <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> But yeah, so again, giving back to Mother Earth. I'm sorry, I did not look these pronunciations up. The Manini ceremony, the Toriyaha people of Indonesia practice a traditional burial burial ritual in which the deceased body's family exhumes the body, cleans it and dresses it, and walks it around the village before returning it to the grave. The people who practice this ritual believe that the deceased remains part of the family and community and spirit even after death. I, I don't know if this is like a one and done thing or if this is like a yearly event. It, it's a, actually, I know I've seen the, like videos of this. It's like a yearly thing and it's creepy because oh. like, every year okay. the body just gets more and more decomposed and they're like, oh, great grandma's back to visit. I don't think it's every year. I think it's like every few years. It's like on a set calendar. Um, it's like a high school reunion. 
and it's like a fucked up version of like the Olympics or something. And like, yeah, it's just it's they like change the clothes and everything. And like like if your grandpa was a cop, they'll put him in his cop uniform or all that other stuff. So it's creepy. But there's a lot of videos about it. It's interesting, but it's it is. And this is no no disrespect to the culture. I'm just thinking about, you know, the concept of it being like the Olympics every morning. Yeah. Grandma. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I was looking at pictures though too. There's like children in there, which is kind of uh, weird. I don't like that. No. I didn't I didn't I didn't like that part. No. Like the no. the grandmoms yeah, and shit's yeah. fine, but then there's like a there's like a four year old. I was like, oh shit. No, I couldn't do that. It's so weird how different cultures process grief, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, you know, what's your society? Like, that would traumatize anybody. Like, I, I would be like, I, oh, my God, you could not get me out of therapy. I, yeah, I had to witness that. But it's just so jarring. But if you grow up with it and, like, that's part of your culture, like, you know, what does and doesn't necessarily I just, I don't know. I got mixed feelings here. But anyway, next slide. And then we got the so the people of Madagascar, the Bama the Hana ritual. Uh, so the people of Madagascar wrap the dead in a silk shroud and place them in a tomb for months or years. Then the family, again, same with the other culture, exhumes it, dance, dances with it, and replaces the shroud. You see? Dances with it, huh? Dances with it. That's so, I don't know. Like I said, no, I'm not disrespecting. It's just, it's very jarring. Are they, like, actually, like, da- dancing, dancing with it? Or, like, doing a dance around it? Like, I feel like, I feel like, like, it'd be, like, like physically waltz? taxing. Yeah, that's, like, that's where my head went for the first time. Like a thing. harness? Yeah, yeah like it was in my harness? first thought was, like, that might be, oh, like, God. heavy. Like, just like, tape, maybe like, tape them to you? Like, maybe if they were, like, any when they died, like you wouldn't have to wait as long, but if they're like really big, you had to wait for them to like decompose so you could actually like, pick them up and dance with them. Like, again, my thought process yeah. went to the logistics of it, and I was like, How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. All right, so New Orleans, a little bit lighter. We're gonna, we're gonna dial it back a little bit. We have the jazz funerals in New Orleans where they celebrate the dead with the jazz funeral led by a jazz band playing upbeat music and dancing throughout the streets. It looks like it's I mean, I've never seen one, but I could assume, I didn't look too much into it, sorry, that they have like a coffin that's paraded through the street, you know, like a a funeral procession, but it's just like a jazz band. I'd be into that. Sounds fun. Yeah. Like a party. Reasonable. I want a party. I We saw a comedian and he talked about like having a party. That's where I got that t-shirt. Like I had an awesome time at Adam's. The funeral, funeral one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I do that. I get, I have merch at my funeral. Fuck it, or charity in my name. Okay. Oh, but speaking of which, this is getting into the cool stuff. Now we're on the fantasy coffins. So the Ghana Ians, sorry, I'm so uncultured. But they bury their dead in coffins that portray their professions or interests as a way of celebrating their lives. So, like whatever your interests are, thought probably like a Philadelphia Eagles coffin. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Go birds. Let me down one last time. <laughs> Motherfuckers. You're waiting on that. Okay. But yeah, yeah that, I, I that, thought that was interesting. I liked that one. As we know with ancient Egyptians, as with anything, the richer you are, the nicer your shit is, especially even after you're dead. We see it here with these giant pyramids that were erected. They made them elaborate, as we know, underneath. 
to their left. Sorry. Burglars and grave diggers and whatnot. But now they're cursed and that's their problem. Next one, we got the Viking burial. So this was a way I remember people talking about. It was a very honorable way to be buried, cremated and sent, you know, off in the water, <laughs> off, you know, lit on fire, whatever. That was considered like the warrior's funeral. So fun fact in present day, you cannot do a Viking funeral unless you do it in international waters. What? Mm-hmm. Because you can't this fucking country. <laughs> you can't like go out to your local pond with a casket with your body, you know, and your family's like they do a little bow and arrow because you can't do it because little Timmy is gonna find your foot floating in the water a couple weeks later because it doesn't get hot sure. enough for the body to decompose. It's so you don't traumatize people when they find your remains afterwards. But you can do it in internet in international waters. So now you know. Okay. But if you did want to do it in the United States, my chaplain told me that you could be cremated first, and then you can light it on fire, and then you're not traumatizing anybody. Okay, all right. So, bringing the fun back. And the next slide, have you guys ever seen Norseman on Netflix? I believe it's Netflix. It's uh, a while ago. It's kind of like a Vikings meets Monty Python. It's hilarious. But they have this made-up mythical ritual where the elderly supposedly to ease the burden on their families they'll just jump off a cliff like for lack of a better term it's the quote honorable yeet is that <laughs> like a big on uh uh midsummer where like the old people like jump just yes. jump off the cliffs and then they yes. don't and then like they don't die immediately so they get smashed in the face with a hammer so in, in norseman they you know, the guy who had to, like, lead the elderly up. The elderly are all up on this cliff. They're like, we really don't want to do that after they saw the first guy go down. And then the guy was like, well, man, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And the elderly are like, well, if, if we just, like, stay here and you tell them that we jumped, are we cool? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, turn me on. Cool, just don't come back. <laughs> just don't come back. It worked. So we're almost done here. This one's a little creepier. The Philippines, you have the hanging coffins. Some tribes practice a burial ritual, which involves hanging a coffin from a cliff or cliff face. The ritual is, like, the belief behind it is that, like, the higher the coffin, the Texas belief, the higher the hair, the closer to God. This is, like, their version of it, but <laughs> a little bit more morbid. I've, I've never heard that before. <laughs> you never heard that, like, the southern ladies and, like, their huge hair? No. I like that. I'm taking that. I'm writing that down because I'm going to forget it. The bigger the hair, the closer to God. Bless your heart. Especially with all the hair comments I get at work. So I'm taking that. I used to have a sign from my office that said, it was like the Crowder meme, but it said, my hair is in regs, change my mind. Like that. You should have like a little like ruler on your door what's the regulation now for you guys like two inches three inches how tall is it there's no for length. hair there's n- yeah, yeah there's no length as long as it doesn't uh fuck doesn't fuck up like when you're wearing your helmet it doesn't get in the way with like any ppe or safety shit um and when you comb it over it can't touch your eyebrows sideburns have to be like one eighth long i think it's like bottom it's like the last thing on your 
that like, know, yeah, this last thing I this is called right there. The little nub. I don't have sideburns right now because I got fucking butchered in the barbershop. Boo. Boo. But fucking yeah. I'm <laughs> glad I, I, I just had that type of counseling for, for fucking hair length. I was about to say, I guarantee somebody did have a little ruler on the side of their door, measured out exactly a half inch or whatever the fuck, and had somebody put their ear up to it just to show that it was with pin regs. Sorry if I just Probably. started something. <laughs> it's giving me a lot of ears to the door now. All right, so moving on, we're almost done. It's These ones are really cool. This one, I like this one. This is the Reek Burial, which is the deceased body is put into a specially designed concrete structure called a reef ball. The ball is then submerged into the ocean, providing a habitat for marine life and helping to restore damaged coral reefs. This is often chosen by like people who live on the coast and like, you know, live in more new agey, hippie, you want to get back to the earth. But the cost of it is about $2,000 I don't know what determines the cost, but I thought this one was really cool because we're hurting the reefs. So might as well give back, I guess. Sure. And then this one was fucking dope. This is our last one. Is a space burial. <laughs> it involves launching a portion of cremated remains into space. So the United States, Russia, and China are among the countries that offer space burial services. Company organization launches portions of cremated remains into space. And some companies even offer the option to send all of the remains out into the solar system. Like your entire body, like all of your remains out there. Unique. It's pretty, depending on how much you're sending, pretty affordable. Thousand bucks. The army will cover that, I'm sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. Gets you down to Cape Canaveral, but that's where it gets into here. This is a company I found online. It's called Celestis.com, and they offer space burials. And you can pick your schedules and stuff. It's fucking dope. What? That's yeah. pretty sick. And it showed like all the people, all the famous people that have done the space burial. So I think it, yeah. Let me go. If you click the link, you, it'll take you to the page. You want to pull that up? Do we okay. know if they're actually like going all the way to space or just like what if oh. they're like, yeah, no, they totally went to space and just went near or orbit that like crashed into the ocean or something. I'll just get into bashing it. into satellites. <laughs> yeah. Creating <laughs> space debris. There that's a problem. That's a legit problem that they're having. But that said, so if you scroll down the page a little bit more, you get to pick where your remains are going so you can have the earth rise so it's a launch into space and then you return to earth so over the ocean you have one that gets you up a little bit further you'll you're going to be in earth's orbit so you get to circle the earth for all eternity unless you know some satellite knocks you out or like somebody else wants a space burial they knock you out of the way. they can yes. like live stream it maybe put like a fucking gopro on it <laughs> shoot it up there i wish because these last two are pretty interesting they can send your remains to the moon. They can also send you deep into deep space. So the Voyager launch. I think the, I can't remember. My fiance was talking about this. I think the guy who first did this, like launched his entire body into space and has just been going ever since, supposedly. I mean, I don't know what's hit him along the way or where the fuck he's going. There's no way to know. We're just here to wildly speculate. Hopefully that's the first thing that like aliens find is just this dude's fucking corpse or ashes out there. I made a little mental note on Earth 
on the same our interview questions for you about aliens. So we'll get into that. Don't you worry. Fantastic. Okay, so now that you have all these burial methods at your disposal, which one would you pick? So one that I noticed that was missing that I would have gone for as my first answer is to be like infected with the plague and then launched via catapult over some rival kingdom's walls to like oh destroy God. their army. You know, like right. middle age, like biological warfare. You want to yeah. go out being a dirty bomb? 100%. Oh my uh, God. Just like a menace to the very end. But I think I, I, I would go, I would go with the space burial and then I would like send my whole body, but I'd be dressed up as like, uh, like a tourist at Disney World. So the hat and my stupid backpack and my shirt and everything, and then land me on Mars. So then I turn into a skeleton. So then eventually, you know, when we're colonizing Mars, they just find this dude who looks like he just got hilariously lost at Disney World and just died on Mars. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> yeah. Like, up at Epcot, I'll tell you what. That's what I would go for. The running joke I always tell people is that I want my remains scattered at Disney World, but I don't want to be cremated. So my intention has always been to like be a complete mess until there's quite literally nothing left of me. All right. I feel like there might be people who are like, make him another co-host. Like we were talking about a mock interview, but you are, you sir are sadistic. Yes. This isn't even something like I thought about for this. These are thoughts I've had for years. So you just lined up perfectly. Those were the questions to ask. You know what my therapist calls those? Intrusive thoughts. <laughs> Makes they're for great intrusive. humor they're content. not intrusive if I intend to actually act on them. They're just plans. Oh, which one would you which one would you pick? Definitely interested in space. I don't really want to be lit on fire so much, or I don't really want to be danced with either. So oh, no, I don't want to be danced with now. I think be, I think it'd be cool getting launched into space, kind of just fucking go on that journey for a while. I think it'd be cool to Ooh, what if what if you know how you have that burial method? Where your remains are compressed into a diamond. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, aren't there some... Oh. Maybe we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, we might. Yeah. But yeah, it'll compress your remains into a diamond, whatever. But aren't there like some computer parts that are made up that could possibly be made out of a diamond? Maybe. Oh, I don't know that. No. A metal or a gem of some kind. I don't know. But like a diamond plated whatever. Okay, so hear me out on this. I'm also kind of high, but hear me out. I would be made into part of a computer out of this gem. And then I would come back and haunt through AI and technology and I would live on forever. You're just helping like 12 year olds cheat on their paper via jet GPT or something. <laughs> Fucking trolling somebody online. I'm just here to haunt everyone on the internet. Yeah, I think one company does it. They'll put you into like fertilizer and plant you as a tree. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, just something like, you know, I, what embalming fluid, I know that it's very traditional in a lot of cultures. Like they, they have the open casket and I understand it. I've had a family member that was buried that way. I just feel like it's just poison for the earth because that stuff's not good. That's a lot of chemicals. Also, I don't want people seeing me after I'm dead. Like, 
because that's I, what they're remembering you as. Like that's the last time they see you is like croaked in a casket versus like uh, doing something else, anything else than other than just being physically dead. But that's why like the a happy memory. Yeah, like the space burial. Like you have a party, you have the shirts, you're at like Cape Canaveral. You have everybody come down to Florida, and they're just here to watch you get launched off into space. That's simple. A good way to go. And then part of these like buried into a tree too. I like that. Okay, so now we'll get into the interview questions. Yeah, just it's a weird thought. It's a morbid thought, but you know, being in the army, it's just the profession that we have. And we had talked with our licensed clinical social worker on with us, and she's like. Y'all are in the military. Y'all think of death like all the time. So I was like, well, maybe kind of come about it like a different way. Just thinking about different burial methods. I love talking about that shit with my chaplains. Because they're just like, what the fuck? is? What does she want now? (laughs) So do our real question. So what prompted you to make your YouTube channel? So I started like way back when I was still in college. And it started off as both out of spite. But also, but mainly out of, I was experiencing all these like weird things that happened at West Point. A lot of things that people just have, it's normally normal army stuff, but wild for college kids to be doing, right? All this other stuff. And so, you know, I'd only be able to go home maybe once or twice a year to like see my old high school friends. And I was trying to explain all this stuff going on. And I was like, it'd probably just be easier to just make videos about it. And they were super simple in the beginning. Like it was literally just like me filming like I'm there's no like I'm not even in the videos like I'm just filming what's going on around me and I would just like put it to music and sync it up and make it look somewhat presentable you know 2015 time frame and then it just grew until like people were like why don't you ever share your face talk about anything and I started getting to things that needed more explaining versus just like showing what was going on I was like I guess I'll start transitioning to talking on camera a little bit and then that just grew and then it started shifting from just showing what's going on in the army to like actually sharing my thoughts and now it's kind of my hobby and just a general way of creatively expressing myself if you want to get into it like that mm-hmm. yeah i know nothing about making videos and like I, th- I take a lot of selfies and i'll sometimes post a video but i will like retake and retake videos of me talking because i'm like god i hate the way i sound i hate the way i look to make a video so it's that's why i like the audio it's a lot easier and i feel like i can kind of hide behind just i'm just i'm in your car stereo but like <laughs> just be heard not seen <laughs> yeah yeah so being online we're gonna go into a follow-up question with what are your thoughts on the current how do i put it i haven't written in here current climate of the military and the veteran community but you know dot and i we have our feelings about it but what are yours just as someone who does youtube as opposed to on instagram i think like at least on youtube it's i kind of made a video about this like it's a mixture of some really good stuff that people put out there's a few channels that actually help me do research for like my test and purpose articles that are like really good well thought out super detail heavy probably boring and dry compared to some other stuff and they just they get popular because of the quality of information they put out. And I think that's really good. But a lot of the time, unfortunately, I think they're oversaturated with all these other guys that, and I try to say this without, again, it's a more nuanced thing, but like a lot of the stuff that veterans put out is like about oversimplifying and then 
trashing aspects of the military. And then it creates this kind of like culture. And then because it's so accessible, it's super easy for someone to just go on and complain about a lot of stuff, like minor or big. And obviously they're endlessly for complaining about anything military related, but that's all that people who have no experience in the army or the military go for because it's like super digestible. They put all this clickbaity stuff and they just kind of like yell at the camera, but then they're overshadowing you know, like the more informational stuff that's like more useful, but because it has a more nuance, less digestible to like people who have no idea. I would say a lot of stuff is also causing some of not causing, but like an aspect of some of the recruiting crisis that we're having is because a lot of these guys are just using the clout that comes from that a little bit to like, it's easy. You get a lot of hits and it's easy to talk about all that other stuff. And then everyone walks away with this half, maybe half of what's actually going on. Uh, and that's their idea. It's not bad. I think it can be better. And I'm trying to make it at least in a little niche corner better. But yeah. Like on Instagram and stuff, there's a little different. I'm not super big on Instagram. My main focus is YouTube. So that's what I'm more exposed to. Just like anything else though, it's just a sea of good stuff, bad stuff. You got to pick out the good, but something I try to do is explain why the good things are good and why the bad things are bad. Just in my own opinion, not yeah. for debate on that, not, not claiming to be like the arbiter on it. Yeah. I think it's just easy for people to be negative about the army. Like it's just an easy go-to. Um, it's like easy I, to be either I, negative or fetishize it. Yes. Yeah. Like it, 100%. like my whole career has been positive. Have I had bad leaders? Sure. But I'm not going to let that person destroy my perception of the military because that's just how I think, I guess. And I'm definitely going to shelter in my younger soldiers and strangers on, on my platform from like negativity. So I like just being positive about it because it is a positive experience overall. Does it suck? Sure. But like most jobs do suck. Like nobody wants to really work and the army's not easy, but it doesn't have to be bad. Yeah. It's, like what I was drawn to about yours and what I had said before, I like the accessibility. I like the honesty. And I like the fact that we, I feel us, we stray away from the over fetishization of the military, which that's a weird method of recruiting that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah. And then there, and there's also, oh, the army sucks. I hate it. Don't join. And that's what's not helping the recruiting crisis and retention crisis. Like what we had done and we brought on our other podcasting friend about therapy options. Like this is how you go about the backdoor way to get mental health resources. And so you're not raising red flags and you're not alerting your command. Just like a lot of shit that a lot of people wouldn't know about. Hey, this is where you're hearing it. Reckless in the horse's mouth. Yeah. I don't know how much you guys are on it, but I'm on the army like subreddit all the time. And that like... Oh, really? I, Absolutely. If you haven't been on it a lot, it's amazing. It is, it's a beautiful place of just aiming, but then like everyone like generally like solid, like well thought out opinions rise to the top. And there's a bunch of like inside jokes that you cannot escape no matter what. But yeah, what you're saying though, is that's where I went for information for my own mental health stuff. I was like, I had this as concerns. I made a throwaway count. I asked, now that I look back on it, like a very simple question that I shouldn't have been afraid to ask. But then everyone's like, dude, like, just do this. Don't worry about it. Like literally this step-by-step talking to me as if I was like, you know, I know, yeah. like just, it was, it's super great. And like, I try to keep a good thumb on the pulse of that because I feel like that's also ironically an amazing source of information. Like people don't really utilize, like yeah. I had, yeah, like with behavioral health, 
that's where I got all from element information from before I took over any job or went to any school. Surely enough, there's three or four threads of people just giving detailed lists and answered very patiently every question I've had. And like, I hate that that's not a side that most people are aware of because it is all insider lingo and someone with no experience would not understand how words said on any of those threads. But if people could also see that side, like the kind of community that we have, it'd be great. But it's just one of those more behind the scenes stuff I think people miss a lot of the times. Yeah. Like I said, my draw to your videos and whatnot, it started with the e-girl. So I just, I want to know what were your thoughts behind making the video? And it was a very good take, in my opinion, if you want to give us the short upfront version. Yeah. And this is how I do all of my videos is I take like a topic that people are generally talking about. And when that video came out, it seemed like everyone was talking about it. And I was like, I have some opinion on this. I'll throw my hat in the ring. But then what I do is I take that idea that people are talking about and then I'll expand upon it, tell people like how it applies to other things. So generally how I touched on it was like, Hey, everyone is talking about like e-girl psyop and stuff like that. And then I was like, one, let me look at what she's actually doing and posting and all that other stuff. Two, do people actually know what army psyops does, like the limitations they have on them and all that other stuff. And then it's super easy for everyone to be like, oh, it's just the army psyops. Army has psyops. She's in psyops. It must be a psyop. Like, and then I was like, actually, and then also like at the same time, there's this new part of the army that's come up in the next, last couple of years called functionary 58, which is basically like market research and market psychology for the army. It's one of those things like you get a bunch of emails and they're pretending they know who you are. It's like, dear Justin, we invite you to apply. And I'm like, dude, everyone like, don't even okay, use my name. I know that's not for me. But I feel like you two would do really well at something like that. I, like, I looked into it. Yeah, I looked into it. And it's interesting. But at the same time, and I, I've actually had to work. I've worked very briefly with like the civilian side of like army market research and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and like just with those brief interactions, I'm like, I want nothing to do with you guys. Like, it's one of those things that I, that cool on the surface and then you like look into it and i had this whole discussion over reddit ironically enough it's of, like the recruiter lying to you yeah, what, yeah exactly i've been talking about that guy i'm like okay yeah it sounds cool but i know this is going to devolve into like more just powerpoint meetings and turning the slide screen and like looking at analytics that like no one actually knows how to read on the army side like civilians are trying to say something all this stuff. But anyway, yeah, I, I, and I was trying to explain like, yeah, like this is what the function, the actual like army recruiting market psychology is trying to do. And that's probably more likely as to what's going on versus like conspiracy theory psyop. And like, I try to point out some stuff like, yeah, this is like weird that, you know, this is happening and this is happening. And like, what had to go through army crew and all that other stuff. But it, just, it was like, let me just try to provide some nuance and my own opinions on it. And like, one, to tell people to calm down about it, first of all, like, <laughs> and then two, like. Did you love doing that? Telling people to I, calm down. Like, hold on, yeah. that's, not, that's not how this works. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> trust me, like, if they want to do that, it'd be way harder. And then, of course, like, people were accusing me. It's like, you're the actual sign-up. I'm like, if I was the actual sign-up, like, I'd have a lot more subscribers, but thank you. I'm, I'm pleased you think, like, <laughs> I'm good enough. That, that sounds like. What? Oh God! I just finished that new Paris Hilton memoir, and like she was talking about, you know, her sex tape being released and people <laughs> accusing her of releasing it. Kind of along the same thing. She's like, "Don't you think that if I were to release my own sex tape on purpose, I would have had better lighting 
I would have done my makeup. I would have staged everything. This would have been all out if I had planned it for it to go viral. And I'm like, that's a really good point. Yeah, that good good, good point, point, Paris. <laughs> Love that book. It was a really good book. It's really fucking sad. I cried a lot. I cry a lot in general, though. So, <laughs> crying club. <laughs> yeah, crying club. <laughs> that's us. Guilty. But, Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Have your thoughts really changed since you made that video? No, it got picked up a little bit more than I was expecting. If anything, it's unfortunately been anytime like my videos get picked up by people not unlike my core audience, I kind of like understand like how I talk, like why I bring up details that I do. Some people were explaining that like, no, it is a psyop. And then like, they'll just say that and like, they'll leave it at that and they'll be all angry about it. And I'll try to tell them like, no. Oh, I'm right. And, and I refuse and, like, to believe otherwise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's like a little child like being angry. But no, if anything, I'm glad I made a video based on the comments saying I was wrong because it's also funny because you can tell the people that watch like the first minute and then they were like, you're, you're fucking stupid. And I'm like, well, maybe you watched like the point, like, They'll like bring up a point, and I'll be like, "If you just literally waited like thirty seconds before I just comment, you would have, I would have addressed this." And gone. Uh, it's it's like the high schoolers on thoughts page asking about the army. <laughs> You're the fucking worst. At least they're asking. Or asking me about the air force, like I'm not in the fucking air force. Literally, uh, for four years, for like three, not a JSAC. For like three or four years, I've been telling everyone I'm not in the air force. They just. Hey, I've been following you for so and so years. Just wondering how, like, what's it like? Like, dude, you're. <sighs> but I feel terrible leaving people on red or deleting their messages. But sometimes you just fucking have to. No, I get those too. On that Euro video, I got like one. It wasn't even like a comment on the video. One of my favorite hobbies is literally like arguing. It just. I like getting high and leaving sassy comments on TikTok with this. <laughs> Oh, it's such a cathartic release, but I was debating this guy in the comments and then in the argument comment thread, this kid was like, Hey, this is unrelated, but how do I get into West Point? I don't want to be like, get away, arguing with this guy. Like, <laughs> not, not the time. I'm not the person to ask. Not now, child. Adults are talking on the internet. Yeah, I'm arguing with another grown man via my iPhone. Leave Speaking of arguing with grown men and thought you're going to like this because thought this is also a question for you because I know I know it, but I also just like to hear you go off and rant. Oh, no. It's funny. It sparks so much joy. All right. For the both of you, which D-list celebrity or influencer, male influencer, if you need it, who is your favorite to hate? Okay. Okay. TikTok just did this. TikTok boots. It was like cringe mill influencers. Oh, all of them? Um, on, a, on a story, and people were just like submitting like names. Um, okay, I thought you would have picked somebody by now, but uh, Justin, go ahead. I think. So, me, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I think for me, it's like there's this one like former Marine Sergeant Major who like got relieved he was like super like you know fake motivation all this other stuff and then like he got fired because he like broke into another marine's house and was like going through their stuff and they caught him on like like the security camera stuff like the guy's house yeah he's like the guy didn't show up for work so i just went and like went to his house and he was like going through the, the dude's stuff like 
like off post house, like going through his drawers and like all those stuff. Caught it all on camera. And then he got kicked out. I think he got kicked out or just like forcibly retired or whatever. He'll upload like old videos of him while he was still in the Marine Corps as if they were like current. And it's all just like this like fake, like fake I care about my troopers kind of stuff. And then, mm -hmm. and then like when he's uploading stuff, like just as a, himself as a normal person now, it's like just the cringiest like takes of like reacting things i don't i don't know the guy's name i would say it on here but dude i don't care about dog's name but yeah it's, it's like talk about it but not important enough to remember his name yeah exactly so like teams up with other d-list military influencers and they just kind of jerk each other off and it's in the comment section it's super cringy also what makes me inordinately like upset is that he he dresses like a douchebag like like <laughs> Oh, I hate it. Like, I, if he dressed better, I'm not even kidding. I'd be like, okay, maybe this guy has a point. But the fact that he dresses like a total chode, I'm just like, all right, I, I'm not listening to a word you said. Like, first, first, second, and third impression are gone. So that's, I don't that's think there's guy. any sergeant majors that that dress good. Mm -hmm. I have yet to see one. No, they, they. Yeah. I don't know what happens. Like beyond major, like it might be like a dad thing. They just jeans, polo. White Nike New Balances on a Halo yeah. Parable. Every time. Every time. Well, that's like the only place you'll see them in outfits because they're in their uniform fucking 50 hours a day. Um, but Tim Kennedy, obviously, Amanda, <laughs> who's my fucking arch nemesis. Uh, Public enemy uh, number one. Dude, I fucking hate him. <laughs> I I uh I started like just I didn't want to be like that guy like oh you know I'm unfollowing you or just like trash them I just like started unfollowing them. This is not saying that if you are a military influencer you want to be these people that you're a bad person. These are just and our the, opinions and they are they're facts they're not opinions. <laughs> and it's they even worse because all the people that suck like they all feed off each other too. You know, it's never like someone you like, and then one of these like douchebags that influencers. It's always just like a flock of them. They just chill with each other. I think it used to harbor a lot more dislike and dis like content for these people, and then it just fell off. And I was like, yeah, but that requires a lot of energy. It's fun to like shit talk, but like when you actually get like worked up, it's like just yeah, you kind of have to like take a step back, you know, just like let it let it roll. If you can. That's me leaving me comment and it releases the energy and you're like, oh, back to zero. I don't get upset about like any of these people besides it's not, it's not even so much Tim Kennedy as much as his fucking fanboys that yeah, it's like revere this man as a fucking God. When in reality, in real life, he's a fucking loser. Yeah, um, my, my fiance, when they, when he had gone to the course, like they mentioned Tim Kennedy's name. There's like, what is it the how they're known as like the quiet professionals are like yeah that's the loud fucking amateur right there and i'm like mm. he said that he that that idiot said that on a podcast too like i've met him in real life and like with work stuff and like he's just he's such a fucking narcissist just sleeping i love i'm sorry it's just it's a funny thing to me just that compilation you had of him sleeping yeah, <laughs> oh, sleeping yeah. Him. coming from Coming from H Kyle. Uh, yeah, that was a good that was a good thread. I don't know where that went. 
don't know. We need going through, going through pages too fast. Uh, but yeah, those were good. And then all the Tim Kennedy stories that people submitted to. Like, yeah, I don't know. I could keep going on about that person. I could too. And I'm not going to go too much into it because I literally could talk for like hours about her, but I won't. She's not a military influencer, but I just dislike her because it's like when you see those people that just keep winning and you're like, they're terrible. Like, why are they being protected? And it's Alex Cooper. <laughs> call it, they call her daddy girls. Oh, yeah. You don't you don't like her at all. I fucking hate Alex Cooper. I don't hate her. I hate what she did. I hate what she did. And it's it's so weird. Like, Spotify, like, they, they manipulate the numbers. So, to reply, like, when she has an interview and she says, like, she's the number one or whatever, most listened to podcast for whatever. Like, she shoots way up on the charts. And then most of the time, like, she's way the fuck down in, like, the 20s and 30s. Like, it keeps falling, but Spotify keeps manipulating the numbers whenever they have, like, a publicity thing. It's so fucking frustrating because she's not talented. And she can't interview for shit. And she fucked over Sophia. And I feel for Sophia. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's your Tim Kennedy. That's, that's She's... Alex Cooper is my Tim Kennedy, okay? <laughs> okay, so speaking of... I'm going to keep going down some of the questions. You guys, uh, what TV show or movie fucked you up as a kid? Fucked me up? Fucked me up how? Like, scared me? Scared you, yeah. Look. Or traumatized you. You still think about it. You're like... Or if you see it again, you're just like... Flashbacks. <laughs> Mars I haven't back. seen it. Dude, I was gonna fucking say I was saying the same exact. Thing. Yeah, I don't know what, what it was. It was. <laughs> it, I, I've never like watched it since when it came out. It's like a comedy, like based. You should watch it. It's like it's supposed what to be funny. It? Mars attack. Am I saying is, is that Mars? Thing? Yeah, Mars attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't know if you yeah. see that. It's not yeah. even scary. It, it's a comedy, but I was terrified of it. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I remember the first time I watched it. I was like a little kid and I was playing in my backyard and my parents were like, Hey, there's this funny alien movie that's going to come on TV. You want to come watch it with us? I was like, yeah. And then I watched maybe 30 minutes of it and had nightmares for like a week. Oh, no. And then like, and then like, it was one of those things like I forgot about as I got older and it was like almost like a theory. Like, did that actually happen? Like I have these vague memories of this movie. And then like, I saw it pop up on Netflix. I was like, Oh my God, it was real. Like my nightmares returned, and then I watched it, and I was like, "This isn't even like that good." And I was like, "Why was I and, stupid?" But yeah, that, that gave me nightmares. I still remember a yeah. nightmare I had when I was a kid. You remember the Sesame Street, like the honkers? Like they were like honk their nose, and like they had like the little horns that were like yeah horns. I don't know why I had. So my my mom, she used to work at the YMCA when I was growing up. And like, and this, I still remember this dream. Like, I was in this hallway where like the racquetball courts were, and all of a sudden it started flooding. And then for some reason, these like honkers from Sesame Street were in the hallway, and they like all looked at me all at once. And then with the wave of water started crashing down, they were chasing. It was fucking terrifying. And I still think about it when I see Sesame Street and the fucking honkers. Like a slow turn, like they looked at you, like yeah, and they like all they like all came after me, like. Horns honking. It was terrifying. For a four-year-old, that's terrifying. It's really weird that I still remember that dream from when I was four. Yeah, it's impressive. Thank you. But, yeah, I'm still sick. <laughs> I don't know why. I still remember that. Uh, 
I wasn't super young, but signs too. Signs just scared me a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. That I, I'd probably be like same. That yeah, when that came out, that messed me up a little bit. Two thousand two. Yeah, Mars Attacks. So it's funny that we both were going to say the same thing out of all the movies. <laughs> that is a very obscure one. That's interesting that you both thought of that at the same time. Um, okay, yeah, it's so- a comedy too, which is the strangest part. Right? There must be. You were going to get some comments. Be like, I was fucking terrified of that movie. And then there's going to be like, Amanda, why the fuck are you scared of Sesame Street? But anyway, we can move on to another question. So what is one government conspiracy theory that you could see actually being true? Conspiracy theory, I think it's true. Could be true. If you want us to circle back to it, we can. Unless yeah, thought you have I think one. I'll have, to think, I'll have to think about that one. Okay. Not unless you have one. Um, I, I can't think of one off the top. Because what? The JFK one already basically was proven that the CIA had it out for Kennedy. Aliens are real. That's not even a conspiracy theory anymore, right? Yeah. In my opinion. We do okay. have questions about that. All right. What is one government conspiracy you can see that turned out to be true? Did we actually land on the moon? Question mark. I think we did. I really think we. I'm also biased. I did go to Purdue and Neil Armstrong. Can't let down Neil. I can't. And Buzz Aldrin. I named my bong after Buzz Aldrin. Like, that is how much dedication I have. I refuse to believe that they fake that. (laughs) Respect to Buzz. Buzz. What's it from Buzz? Blast me off, Buzz. Toy Story when Woody was like, all right, Mr. Buzz Lightbeer. I had this conversation with my fiance. He doesn't remember that line from the movie. Do you guys remember that? No. It was right before he does his little trick in Andy's room and he does the where he flies around the roller skate. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Mr. Buzz Lightbeer, go go watch it. I I promise you. Just YouTube. Buzz mm. Lightbeer. You will find it. Buzz Lightbeer. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Moving on while you guys like think about that. If we come back to it, we do. If we don't, we don't. Do you, Justin, think that a cult could sway you to join them? Why or why not? I did join the army. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I did not say that. As I wrote that question, I'm like, oh, we did join the army. (laughs) They already did. Um, I don't know. I I like to think not, but like I was. they recruited you at your young age. Like, if a cult got to you before the army did, do you think you could have been swayed to go to a cult? Maybe, but I say that I couldn't be swayed by a cult, but I was also talking with some friends and we were like, dude, what if because they're buying some land and they're like, dude, why don't you just build a house next to ours? And I was like, dude, what if I just got all of my friends together and then we like built houses on this plot of land that I'm like, that's how cults start. And I'm like, yeah, because we'd all be like thinking this, like have the same hobbies, do all the same stuff, and like share everything. And I was like, hold on, like, so if like if the, we all the have right... supper together and blessed be the fruit. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think given the right aspects, I probably probably could. I'm not arrogant enough to think like there's no way. Yeah, I feel surely like there I... are people in cult smarter than me. Yeah, it's those charismatic people that get you. Thought? Uh, do you think you could have been swayed to join? Uh, I don't think so. Besides the recruiters getting me, like he said, into this cult, I free think too much and don't really give a fuck about what other people are doing. Um, 
I don't think they could have gotten me if it were if it were any other cult besides a religious cult because I'm just rebellious like that. If it weren't a religious cult, I think they could have gotten me to join. Yeah, I mean, it depends. If they're doing some cool shit, like I'll have that conversation. <laughs> but I'll say I'm going to say no, though. I like being alone. I don't want to. I don't want to be around people. Yeah, I don't like the idea of sharing a communal space. Yeah. Yeah, like Probably you know. Not. That's, that's kind of what turned me off of West Point. No offense, Justin. <laughs> okay. No, that, that place is something else. That's like a cult, but like, like instead of like being loved, they like, they hate you and then they trap you. They hate you and trap you. Yeah. Oh, that's called stock. It's an abusive culture. relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's a harm All right. So I'm going to kind of tie these two questions in together because I know thought that you want to. I, I I know the alien the alien talk's gonna come out here. So favorite outlandish conspiracy theory also wrapped up in do you believe in aliens and have we made contact with them? I do entirely just because statistically speaking, there's no way that it doesn't happen somewhere else. Like you guys heard like the Fermi paradox. I feel like yes. If the universe is like so big and like aliens, who is this? Why we haven't contacted them yet? Oh, like, why yeah. we haven't had not, maybe, yeah, a government something like saw one and just didn't say anything, but like full on here and we're talking. And like, one of them says that because the earth is a relatively young planet in the total lifespan of the universe, that like we're just like first and or there's some other first, but neither of us are technologically advanced to talk to each other. And then, but then you get to like the creepy ones, which is like. It's like the great filter, which is like, there has been life throughout the universe and everything, but there's like series of steps that eventually will kill off a species. So one is like the harnessing like nuclear power and not destroying yourself with it. And so like our filter of that was like the cold war to see if we'd actually make it through and like other species would have like similar issues and then, or there's some other technological hurdle that like we have to get over in order to like not die off like the species. You're getting a little Lovecrafty in here. A little. Well, the last one is super Lovecrafty, and I can remember. I'm sure the other one is this something forest. Essentially, it's saying that there are a lot of like alien species out there, but like it's all hostile. Like everyone's fighting each other. So the ones that do survive the longest are the ones that like purposely don't make contact with everyone else because they, they're trying to survive. They're trying to escape like some other bigger civilization. And so, that's fucking terrifying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, that, like, there's some Leviathan alien civilization that, like, if we did make contact, you know, there's fewer of them. If we did make contact, they just wipe us out. But the other ones that we would be able to make contact with aren't going to risk contacting us in order to not alert some, like, other big civilization that'll wipe them out and stuff like that. So, that's a whole rabbit hole you can go down. Fermi paradox. Yeah, it's, uh, Let's lay low, Earth. Let's lay low for a bit. <laughs> we're we're not ready. For, we're not ready for that fight. No. This, yeah, no, not we. Mm, we're not at that point. I I believe in the zoo theory that there is a very intelligent species out there that's like observing us and watching how we adapt and like interfering intermittently, like giving us technological advancements. And the thought and I have had that conversation a couple times before. But yeah, that's kind of my thought. And then 
my fiance brought up another point, which kind of scared the shit out of me, but also it's a little cool. And the Skyrim, like the whole net thing that because these planets would be light years away from us, that it would make sense that the only thing that would and could make it to us would be artificial intelligence. So them speaking in a, them speaking in a binary code would be able to make contact with us that way. So your Alexa could be an alien. Actually, when I bought my house <laughs> in Texas, it was like a new building, so it came with an Alexa installed. I'm a street system. And like, That's terrifying. I don't like, like that at all. No, like I, like, I never took it out of the box and I sold it. I was like, this, let this be no. someone else's government spy problem. I remember specifically, like, the guy was like, trying to, like, this? The guy was like trying to sell me on it because it came with like package, like the security came with like a package of other no. stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, when you pull up in your garage, it'll sense that you that your car is pulling up. And then when you walk in, it'll set the temperature of your house, like exactly what you want to start playing your favorite music. I'm like, I literally told him, I was like, I don't want any of that. I'm very happy walking into a dark, quiet house. And I'm very capable of pressing a button if I want to change the temperature or like turning music on or anything like that. I don't I just, want it or need that. I don't want to be that connected to anything. Like, I don't have a smart watch. If I didn't have this fucking Instagram page, I probably wouldn't have a smartphone. I'd get, like, a flip phone or something. I don't know. I still, I don't want to be that connected. I don't need that type of assistance in my life. I like it. I like some parts of it, but we don't have Alexa on. I used to, and now it just kind of creeps me out, just the things I hear about and data mining and it's just, it's creepy. And people being able to like spy on you. I have a little tape thing that I put over my webcam. I don't know if that really, really does anything, but it makes me feel better. The aliens are spying on me through my smartphone. Ugh. I always thought that was like a funny idea of like people spying at me through my webcam. Cause like my thought was like, all they're going to see is me like jerk off and cry. So like, by all means, like, go for it. <laughs> like you cannot blackmail me with that. Everyone probably knows I do it. It's totally fine. Yeah, that's about my situation too. Mm, Watch all you want. Same. Is that, <laughs> we're all just jerking off and crying over here. We should get some good lighting for it to count. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to put, yeah, we'll parasail on the shit out of it. <laughs> get a one of those ring lights. Ring lights. Okay. Get all the angles. All right, moving on. We're, we're almost done here with these questions, but. Okay, so what's a life hack that you learned recently that you think the rest of the world should know about? Yesterday, I was visiting my wife at work, and she gets the hiccups. And when she gets the hiccups, it's really hard for her to make them go away. Like, we tried every trick in the book. And then one of her coworkers came over and said, all you have to do is put your fingers in your ears and take 10 gulps of water fingers and ears and like have a straw and like you're taking and at first I thought it was just like something funny like haha I made you do that and then but sure enough she did it and then it went away and then someone else a couple hours later got the hiccups and it worked for them too and I was like what the hell and she said it's something she learned when she was like in the first grade from her teacher so I guess that's my that's my new life hack that I'm taking with me Putting in I've heard, the, the tool bag I've heard something like that but like you you can just I heard it where you just take 10 sips of water, like you breathe in, take a sip of water, breathe out, and you do it that way. Like you control your breathing to do it. But the ear one's interesting because I'm probably going to do that next time and see which one works better, which one's faster. That one's probably faster. Give it a shot. 
<laughs> and try it. Pickles are fucking annoying. Okay, next question. Who would you want to see in a fight? All right, Cryptid 1 versus Cryptid 2. Okay, you pick the two cryptids fighting each other. A classics fan, I think I would just do like Mothman and Bigfoot, especially because like the flight dimension. That's what I was gonna get at. Yeah, because I feel I feel like Mothman would beat the shit out of Bigfoot just for that reason, tire him out. Yeah, yeah, I think Mothman would take that. Bigfoot is just known for walking pretty slow with long arms, you know. Yeah, but like Bigfoot versus a gorilla. I don't, I don't know, man. Gorillas are fucking scary. Yeah. What's that? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bigfoot is like, if he's like part, like has like human sensibilities, I think he would be like, do, like if a gorilla gets like hurt, they're probably just going to get angrier and fight harder. But I feel like a gorilla is like, their will is going to start to break. That might be the earth. Yeah. Bigfoot's will is going to start to break. That might be overthinking it, but that's my perspective on it. Having more of a human spirit where the will breaks easier. Yeah, 100%. Huh. But Bigfoot is feral. Because all he's known is the wild. Yeah, but if his pain tolerance isn't as good, punch me in the face, it'll probably, I'll probably be upset. But like a gorilla, you'll probably just get pissed off. Oh, I got one. Rip him in half. Gorilla versus a Nephilim. Thought. Nephilim, obviously. You really think? Yeah, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? A gorilla versus a Nephilim? A giant? The giant of Kandahar versus a gorilla. Does the giant have... It took a lot of machine gun fire. 90 seconds of sustained fire, I remember. Mm -hmm. Does the Nephilim have have a spear? Oh, good question. I'm going to say yes. That's what he killed Steve with. Yeah. I'm going... I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know, man. If he has tools, yeah, if he has tools, I think the Nephilim would take it, but if he's just raw dogging the earth and a gorilla comes up to him, I think the gorilla, I think the gorilla beat his ass. Or would it be like a ghost situation where the ghost and the Jersey Devil became drinking buddies? We learned about that Mm. from our last recording that we did about the Jersey Devil. I haven't released it yet, but what I do... Definitely listen to it because you get a little bit of history. It'd be nice to think that they become friends. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now we're getting into thoughts questions. So thought, do you have this interview pulled up by chance? I do. Okay, I'm going to have you ask these questions. So I feel like I have been talking and I'm ready to just uh, chill back here and listen to you two chat. Okay. <laughs> and this shouldn't be the first time you're hearing it. I don't know. Why do officers wear white socks and PTs? Okay, I don't. I'll say that. Mm, sure, Pro- prove it. Um, what? So it's your feet. Uh, maybe, maybe next episode. But <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's say your fucking feet. Show it. No, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I hate white socks. I think they look dumb. I can't tell you how thrilled I was when we went to black socks. What's weird, though, is that these younger kids, because I'm teaching cadets right now, a lot of cadets wear them. I'll just make fun of them, like, in front of everyone. Public humiliation, 100% of the way. Um, they're like, no, yeah, they get to be shamed. Cool now. I'm like, what's wrong with you? 
Like what the fuck, Gen Z? We fought so nobody hard cares. This. Exactly. That's why I told him. Like, do you know the years of torture I had to spend cleaning white socks and all this other crap? When that change came and we could finally wear ponytails, do you know how many bobby pins I fucking saved? So many bobby pins. But the black socks for sure. Every new lieutenant I get or see around, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? You're so weird. You don't have to be weird. Just wear black. Be normal. All right, I'm going to break this up with a joke, okay? When three people have sex, it's called a threesome. When two people have sex, it's called a twosome. Now I see why they call you handsome. Fair. All right. <laughs> All right, we good? Get the giggles out. Cheetah piss. Uh, what it was your first impression of enlisted soldiers? Okay, so for me, honestly, I was afraid of them. At West Point, you don't get a lot of exposure to junior enlisted. You'll have, like, NCOs as, like, instructors and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, like, I have to be in charge of these people, and I'm going to suck. Like, there's no way they're going to look at me. They're going to hate me. I was was super nervous. And then I go shadow. He was an artillery section leader, lieutenant. And I remember I I had, like, four E4s I was in charge of as a cadet. And I had to take one to like to the px because he was super overweight and i had to take him to the px and show him like what he was allowed to eat and not to eat to busting tape and i remember he kept picking up like junk food that just said reduced fat is like, what about these and i was like no dude it's so bad for you and i was like oh this is gonna be easy <laughs> these are kind of dudes and then those guys weren't the most important and then i got to my unit and there were some actually like good people so yeah, at first scared and then nervous that I'd have to do a job with people like that. And then came to my senses when I actually commissioned and was in charge of some of them for longer periods of time that had yeah. like fuse above room temperature. Yeah. They're not all good. Because a lot of the questions I get from lieutenants at West Point or wherever else, like asking me about like, how do I lead soldiers? Like I've never talked to one. And then they get there. And it's definitely a different culture from like a military academy. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Coach, slowly. Don't make quick movements. Don't look in the eyes. <laughs> don't wear white socks. Uh, not. Fade yourself yeah, don't. White socks is like a me thing. I don't hear anyone else bitch about it, but I'm also old and everything pisses me off. <laughs> One of the new lieutenants called me my first name. And that, oh, no, no. Sorry, he called me my rank and name. I was like, what the fuck did you just say to me? He's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not, I don't know. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. You have a modern day ghost, Bigfoot, and an alien. When I say modern day ghost, not like a, a girl in like a Victorian dress, whatever girl, I think maybe, that could be a write in. Whatever girls wear these days, that's, but in ghost version, Bigfoot and an alien. Fuck, marry, kill. Go. I would fuck the alien. Because I think that's on, like, the bucket list of half the male human population. Kill Bigfoot. That's the other half of the bucket list of the male human population. And then marry the ghost. Um, and then, like, use her as a proxy to fuck with people. Oh. Yeah. Just, like, gaslight the ghost, like, would... really fun. 
Oh, it wouldn't be like a real marriage either. You could kind of, she could just leave whenever she wants. Yeah, exactly. But then, like, I don't want her. One of them's dead. But I wonder if she'd be like talking about, like, I saw this other ghost at the gym the other day checking me out. Like, how much do you want me to do about that? I wonder if I could like her off by having a cleanse my home of like spirits and stuff and keep threatening her with that. Be like, if you don't stop being uppity, I'm gonna go get sage. I'm gonna go get some sage and you're gonna go bye bye for a little bit. And like, as long as you want me to get the fucking sage out, you want me to get the Ouija board? As long as get in line, we do like like solve her murder. Ooh, that'd be cool. That would be cool, but then I feel like, it, but like in the context of a marriage, it'd be just like another like the oh god. The, but aren't some marriages like contractual? Like you could make it a contractual thing. Like I'll help solve your murder if you were that's murdered. Not that's not in this fuck marry kill game. You're married her straight up, and if you solve her her murder, she's not going to disappear. You're with her <laughs> for a while. You left the seat up. You and can't you, go to the bathroom. And because you're fucking the alien, you can't have sex with her either. That's fine. I'll, like, <laughs> Not fucking funny. an alien, I think, is up there. That was like a no-brainer, that part. Yeah, you answered that one fast. I probably would, too. I mean, can you fuck a ghost? I'm not fucking Bigfoot. Well, I don't know. We can use our imaginations. Mm. Amanda? Yes? Modern-day oh, oh. male ghost, Bigfoot, alien. So this is like the opportunist in me. I'm seeking what I can out of the things. I think I would kill. Hmm. You might kill the alien because I don't know what fucking disease that thing's going to bring. I am not equipped for the apocalypse. You're going to. Uh, hold on. I'll let you finish. <laughs> but you're going to fuck or marry a feral animal. Bigfoot. Keep going. I, Sorry. Okay. Because I feel like by killing a ghost, I'd be putting it to rest. So probably kill the ghost. I'd marry Bigfoot. Because I I could probably get him on tour somewhere. I mean, he'd be great. I can, I can change him. I can change him. I can fix <laughs> That's, him. It's like a being in the beast situation. <laughs> Just give him a good shave. He might be handsome. Who knows? Maybe. It, it might be my thing for chest hair. I don't know. <laughs> And you're fucking an alien? I thought it was... Oh, wait. What am I fucking? Oh, fuck. Wait, I fucked this up, didn't I? Uh, oh, fuck. Kill the ghost. No. Kill the ghost. Fu- oh, wait. So I gotta fuck Bigfoot or the alien. Fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I with a name like Bigfoot, there could be advantages to sex. Okay, I, so I guess the fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> that was my first thought. All right. They're, they're my Why do they call you Bigfoot, huh? You'll find out. <laughs> This kid, like, happily engaged. <laughs> happily engaged, Bigfoot. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Last segment here. Should it's called. Tree does have big feet. Oh, good for you. All right. Last segment, and it's called. Drum roll. Let me guess your car. Ooh. Toyota Tacoma. I drove one in high school. It's on the drive now. Oh, it's in your blood. Hmm. Let's see. It's not a hard guess, I promise. A Jeep? Mm -mm. What's a captain car? Is it an SUV? (laughs) The truck? Yeah. The car? Car. Prius. You're not a hot... Oh, Tesla. Tesla, Tesla. I'm sorry. It's a Tesla. Really? What? 
Are you a Honda Accord? Close. Honda Civic. Honda Civic. Your environmentally friendly. That. Base model, four door, 2017 Honda Civic, going strong. You know who you are and you're comfortable with it. Exactly. Just say you're broke, man. It's okay. It's all right. I'm literally driving my friend's truck right now because my Jeep broke down. So Again? Yeah. <laughs> He's in Poland, so I'm like, dude, can I just take your truck? He's like, okay. Oh, yeah, again, I'm getting rid of that thing. Um, no more Jeep life for me. I'm going to get a Winnebago or a minivan and just live in it. Well, we've enjoyed this. These are some interesting questions, thought. <laughs> yeah, this is our first time talking to him. I didn't want to scare him off too bad. Oh, you can get weird with it. It's cool. <laughs> the people I work with, we're understaffed. So anytime I do something weird and they look at me funny, like you literally cannot fire me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It will literally take you eight months to go out of the army anyway. You have to ask permission to leave the army. Being an officer is weird. Can't wait, though. It's so worth it. On the other side, worth it. Scary, but worth it. Yeah, I'm just going to be a PE teacher and let my wife <laughs> earn all the money. After being out now, I just want to work at a coffee shop for a little bit. Just something routine. I'm not going to get called to go yeah. pick somebody up from jail. I'm not going to be on set. What are you I'm referring not gonna... to? <laughs> I've had to do that. Literally <laughs> the other day. But I'm not going to get a call asking what the schedule is for the next three quarters at midnight on a Saturday because the coffee shop oh. owner has nothing better to do and they hate their life and they're compensating through their work. I don't know. Because they refuse to go to therapy. I have a buddy who... He got out as a captain, and then he was just like a bouncer for six months. He goes, dude, it's fucking sick. He's like, yeah, I just work like two hours a night, and I just get paid well and punch drunk people. It's great. It's everything I want in the job. So, something yeah. I'll think about it. So do you think you're going to do something in media? Can you get out? Um, I'm, the writing that I do with Test and Purpose is going pretty, pretty steadily and, like, getting a little bit more, like, intense. Just to, like, I told him, I was like, dude, I'm working an RTC gig, like, my hours aren't crazy, like, give me as much as you can. I've been staying pretty busy with that, so I think I'm going to lean more into that. And if anything, just doing that, and then just snore time on my wife and not stress out too much. The way to live it, though. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Your plugs, where can they find you? Oh, yeah, um, I'm on Instagram at formerly Talior. It's not Taylor, it's Talior because it's a probably need to change it but it's a joke on my first driver's license and then on youtube just justin taylor you can find me there and <laughs> to all the people who like, yeah yeah and to, to anyone who keeps hitting me up on linkedin i don't use it so you can stop hitting <laughs> me up on it we'll post like your youtube page and stuff too mm -hmm. oh yeah cool yeah i'm excited this is cool i like doing this this is fun yeah just like we said we make it low throat and we're easygoing and that's just something that we can all kind of decompress and talk about paranormal shit and different theories that we have trying to make sense of the world without being angry all the time because the internet's full of anger and it's annoying. It's not fun. This is fun. Yeah, this is our old night cap routine once a week. Yeah. But be on the lookout, though. We will be doing an Avatar book club. and. If you're wanting to 
watch some episodes of Avatar and talk about them, a little debrief. Welcome to join us for a little side project here. I got whoever wants to pop on, I'm good with it. But I'll look into the logistics. No commitments. End of the year. Oh, I just have to watch Avatar and then I can talk yeah. about it. I'll just do what I do with my other videos and do overly complicated and unnecessarily like psychoanalysis. No. Like... When you watch Avatar, have you watched Avatar recently? Not recently, no. Oh. The both of you are going to get your tissues ready because you're going to cry. I don't know. I don't you remember it being sad. Because we were children and then you watch it again as an adult. You're like, oh my God. I'm down though. I'll watch it. All right. I'm going to get going. I have the birthday party to get to. Ooh, fun. I have nothing to do tonight. So, but again, Justin, it is so fun having you on and love your different perspectives on things. And we really want to have you on again. So, yeah, thanks. for sure. Let's come back on. All right. Rate, re review, subscribe, follow us, and email us Department of the Dead 2022 at gmail.com. If you got creepy, spooky stories, follow us at Department underscore of underscore the underscore dead. And yeah, you can just follow us in the show notes. We'll have everything linked there. So, see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.